24 episodes in 24 hours. 1,440 minutes of continuous recording. This is the 1440. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 2 hours, 0 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 6 hours, 0 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 2 hours, 0 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 6 hours, 0 minutes, 50 seconds. Uh, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the Domino's pizza from earlier. Oh, uh, you okay, Dave? No, I was trying to tell you a joke, but it turned into a giant fart. <laughs> Whoa, that's okay. Oh, jeez, I'm Louisum. Hey, everybody, welcome to the 1440. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Klein. I am your other host, Gert Beefrobe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dave Champa. The 1440 is a 24-episode podcast recorded continuously for 24 hours. We are where we will discuss many topics, ask difficult questions, and test... (laughs) <laughs> test our alertness by playing <laughs> Midnight Club 2 on the PlayStation 2. We will tally our scores at the end of the season and see who's better and who is asleep. Please find the show on Spreaker and iTunes as well as our website, jampacline.com. This is episode 20, hour 20. It's currently 2 a.m. Sunday morning, March 19th. You're listening to this on August 16th. What's up, Dave? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Uh, see, and here we are again. Now I'm starting to perk up a little bit, so I'm starting to get a little... I got that extra energy now. You're getting a little and farty? So it kind of comes and goes. So like this hour is going to be fine, but I guarantee you for 21, I'm just going to be like, all right, well, guys, um, August, August 23rd, you know it's going to be You know it's going to be terrible. It's going to be... It's going to be terrible. Um, so it's, it's national... T- okay. It, you're, what, say it again. It's going to be absolutely terrible, dude. Since this is serious, beat us. It's the M's, M's, the A. All the R's, the K. Oh, Guaranteed to make or break your day. <laughs> um, Most deaf. So it's National Tell-A-Joke Day. Or, as I like to call it, National Fart-in-Your-Mouth Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, all right. my God. So Greg wanted to play a fart soundtrack underneath the entire episode, which I think would be good. But I, I'm gonna down. I've just downloaded a fart soundboard, so at, at various points during the next probably 35 to 40 minutes, all you're gonna you're, you're gonna hear a few fart sounds here and there, just just for grins and Chucky checks. We, we might mix it in with some authentic real farts, and you'll never know the difference. Nope. I'll tell you right now that pizza from Domino's has really ripped ripped me apart, ripped you ripped you open, ripped me hollow. That's the um, point. So, for those of you who have heard our stuff before, you've probably heard an episode on Champa and Klein blow your mind where I read from a joke book, and they were terrible jokes. Mm. They weren't funny. There, there's one. There's a video on our Instagram of me reading one of the jokes, and I just completely lose my mind and go ape shit because. It's just it's it's 
it's not funny. What you doing, kitty? What's not funny? The jokes? Those jokes are not funny. Well, you know, I was listening to some of them again, listening to our, our show again. I, I listened to that one. And I kind of think we might have missed the point on some of them. Okay. So I'm willing to give some more a shot now that I know where they're coming from. I think we, some of them may have gone over our heads or we were expecting something more and they were just so flat yeah. that we were kind of taken aback by how that's that's it. Do you think now that it's so late in the night that we'll be able to understand these jokes a little bit more? Yes, I believe that my reptilian brain is more in control right now, so Your I'll be able to think. Reptilian brain. Yes. Um, okay, so... There are 1,000, so these, uh, this book is split into three sections, Anecdotes, Definitions, and Toasts. What's the name of the book? It is called The Speaker's Encyclopedia of Humor, Stories, Quotes, Definitions, and Toasts for Every Situation. Okay. By Judge Broad. Oh, yeah, that's Judge <clears throat> Broad, right. We're going to stick to only the anecdotal section because there's almost 1,600 of them. Jeez. And so what I thought we would do is, so Greg has a book too, so we'll do a few of these, and then I'll have Greg kind of talk about his book. Is your cat drinking beer? No, he's just lying there like a big lump on the edge of the couch. I saw him sniffing the top of the beer bottle, so I was wondering if that's what he was doing. So there are almost 1,600 anecdotes in here. So I'll figure what I'll have is I'll have Greg pick a number Mm -hmm. between 1 and 1587. We'll read a few of these, and then I want to hear a little bit out of this book that we've got over there. You've got it's an older so book than I, this. I have another book here called "More Necessary Nonsense." Now, I believe that there was another book called "Necessary Nonsense," <sighs> compiled by Burgess Johnson, illustrated by William Groper. So, uh huh. There's nothing that'll make me laugh more than fart sounds. So this book, um, Harper Harper and Brothers Publishers, New York and London, 1931. So this book was published in 1931. That's awesome. It is a first edition. That's fantastic. Um, so what, we're talking about 80 years old? Something like that. Wait, 31? Yeah. Yeah, 31 to 80... 2011 would be 85? 86? 86 years, I think. Okay. If I did that math correctly, which it I probably like didn't. It looks like it's in excellent shape, and I believe I actually still have the receipt in here. What I pay for this? I'm going to guess about five or six bucks. Six bucks. Six bucks. Yeah. Yep, six dollars. All right. So, Greg, pick a number between one and 1,587. 756. 756 under anecdotes. All right. So... And they also break each anecdote down into sections. So 756 falls under the category of jealousy. Oh. 756. Sasha Gitry's fifth wife sometimes seemed jealous of her predecessors. Gitry reassured her with a prophetic line. The others were only my wives, but you, my dear, will be my widow. <laughs> Do you get? Did you get it? Yeah. You get, Okay. Because he That's married stupid. so many people, yeah, and he just kept getting divorced and divorced until his last wife will he'll die while he's married to her. Oh, aren't you lucky? You get to be my widow, right? I'm going to die. okay. So all right, all right. See, I actually under I actually get that's pretty funny. See, listening to these jokes again, I think we misunderstood the book. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're so dry. Oh, I I think they're 
drier than some, our mouths right now. Some of them are terribly stupid, but I think we have to we have to pay attention. These might be clever. All right, pick another one. Um, nine hundred and sixteen. Nine hundred and sixteen falls under the category of modern age. Now, by modern age, I mean the sixties when okay. this book was published. Sure. <clears throat> Nine sixteen during a converse during a convention of atomic scientists in Las Vegas, Nevada, one of the professors spent his whole free time at the gambling tables. A couple of his colleagues were discussing their friend's weakness. Hotchkiss gambles as if there were no tomorrow, said one. Maybe, commented the other darkly, he knows something. Atomic scientists. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's pretty dark. He gambles as if there was no... T- oh, uh, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, maybe there is no tomorrow. That's pretty funny. I maybe like it doesn't that. matter. Maybe, I like that one. Yeah. I enjoy that one. Did you enjoy I it? I did. All right, pick one more, and then uh, we'll go into your book for a few minutes. Let's go low. 110. 110 falls under the category of... Baldness. Okay. A father and son are having a conversation. Father, no, you can't wear your hair like Elvis Presley. Son, but dad, you wear yours like Yul Brynner. <laughs> it's because Yul Brynner's bald? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are real dry. Yeah, <laughs> These okay. jokes are real dry. I think that's it. They're so dry. They're just like... Uh, 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 uh. That's called church. That's called church pew. Church pew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one was called diarrhea. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I'm trying to figure out exactly how this book is laid out. I'm not. Enti- I'm not entirely sure. It doesn't. It's not really in categories. Um. It's just like little clips of other writings. Let's just read it. Introduction. Nonsense is something which does not make sense. Yes. Just why it should make us laugh is is a question that wise men have argued about solemnly and at length. So I shall not pretend to settle it here. But I can say truthfully that when one searches through the literature to find bits of prose and verse that do not mean anything at all, one finds surprisingly little. Lewis Carroll's Jabberwocky is an example of nonsense verse that is nothing but nonsense. Edward Lear's nonsense cookery and nonsense stories are prose nonsense. And then there is that well-known she went to the garden to cut a cabbage leaf to make an apple pie, and at the same time a great she-bear coming up the street pops his head into the shop. What? No soap? So he died. She says prudent, so she imprudently married the barber. And there were pr- there were present and there were present at the pickaninnies and the job lilies and the gargoyles and the grand pan panjar panderum himself with little round button on top and they all f- Jesus God this keeps going and they all fell to playing a catch as catch can till the gunpowder ran out at the heels of their boots. That was a quote. Okay, but it's hard to find enough such utterly meaningless nonsense to fill a book. 
There are many famous writers who have expressed their idea in a nonsensical way. They have really had something to say, and they are you. And they have used a great deal of laughable foolishness in saying in the saying of it. If a collection of the best nonsense may include all such writings, then there is more than enough for a large collection of volumes. Trying to find out just why something is funny is very much like trying to find out why a flower is beautiful. If you pull it to pieces in order to discover its secret, its beauty is gone. That is, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. But is it safe to say of all early American humorists that they cause laughter amongst their readers by ex- by extravagant exaggeration? Of, um, I'm starting to go, I can't read anymore. <laughs> a fib of colossal proportions, a lie so enormous that its scorned belief was characteristic of American laugh makers from the very beginning of our national literature. Very many of them even exaggerated their spelling and at the same time, and that same sort of nonsense still easily wins a laugh among us today. There is a there is room here for a special introduction to serve to several pioneers in America's nonsensical literature. Artemis Ward, Josh Billings, Mark Twain each deserves biblical notice. No, not biblical, biographical notice. But Bob, blah, 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 man, this is driving me nuts. What is Th- happening? This is just the intro. Like it, it was only a couple of pages. Yeah. So this is written by Burgess Johnson, Syracuse University, October fourteenth, nineteen forty. It's basically a collection of nonsensical little bits that he's collected. Okay. From other books, I am a poor man, but I have this con- consultium. I am poor by accident, not design. Okay, so and it's all written in in wording from like the thirties, so it's it's kind of difficult to read. Yeah, um, it, it, it like you know a lot of apostrophes in the way that people have spoken. Um, just I can't how I edited an agricultural paper incomplete by Mark Train my Mark Twain. Yeah, so it's a collection. A little things. Recipe for New England pie. To make this excellent breakfast dish, proceed as follows: take a su- sufficient take. This is this is how the language is. This is what makes it confusing. Okay. Take a sufficiency of water and sufficiency of flour and construct a bulletproof dough. Work this into the form of a disc with the edges turned up three fourths of an inch. Toughen and kiln-dry it a couple of days in mild but unvarying temperature. Construct a cover for this roundabout. No, construct a cover for this re- redo. Ah, oh, man, I can't do this. Forget it. That's too early in the morning. It's too late. I can't read. <laughs> All right. So we'll go back into this one. Yeah. And so let's jump into Let's do a couple of toasts. So there's only about 200 and... 70 of these? 272. So pick a toast between 1 and 272. 15. 15. We'll go right... Okay, right at the beginning. 15 falls under the category of... <clears throat> bachelors and bachelorhood. Mm. 15 says, Here's to all the bachelors. They kiss whom they please and please whom they kiss. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, I get Can't, that. Okay. So the bachelors are kind of a little slutty. 
Yeah. Kissing kissing who they want, and then whoever they want to kiss, they're going to please them. A little man hoary. Yeah. All right, pick another one. Um, 150. 150 falls under the category of law and lawyers. Okay. Here's to the law. May it ever be a synonym for justice. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. That is pretty I funny. I like that one. That's good. Very appropriate. Um, all right, another one. Toasts. Uh, 97. 97, 97. 97 falls under the category of friends and friendship. You may prate of the virtues of memory, of the days and joys that are past, but here's to a good forgettery and a friendship that cannot last. Yikes. Say it, say it again. You may prate of the virtues of memory, of the days and joys that are past, but here's to a good forgettery and a friendship that cannot last. Okay. Seems kind of morbid. It seems kind of... So you're forgetting everything? So Basically, you ha- you're just forgetting all your friendships. That's sad. That's kind of what I feel like. Oh. Let's go back into the anecdotes, because okay. I feel like those are a little bit better. So sure. pick one. Anyone. 1 to 1,600. <laughs> uh, 1,512. We're going down near the end. All right. 1,512 falls under the category of... Oof, almost, almost had it. Just so many. <laughs> Come on, Judge Broad. This, that's a thick book, man. It really is. 1512 falls under traffic slash automobile. Hmm. 1512 states, Will Rogers once suggested a cure for the traffic problem. He wanted the highways open only to those cars that were paid for. <laughs> Okay. All right, Will Rogers, you dink. Okay. I hear you. All right. Um, I saw I saw a section for outer space. Oh, let's see that. that I want to look at space. So outer space school. from the, this book from the space, 60s. Space comma outer. Oh, how many are in there? Can you tell? So 1367 to 1371. So there's only four of them, five of them. Okay. So the first one says, an old Indian woman was standing on the top of a hill with his son. Wait. Oh, I met. I don't know why I said woman. There was no reason for me to say that. It's not there. I just added a word. Really? Yeah. An old Indian was standing on the top of a hill with his son, looking over the beautiful valley below them. Said the old Indian, Someday, my son, all this land will belong to the Indians again. Pale face, I'll go to the moon. That's, a, that's about space. Yeah, because they're going because all the whites are all the white guys are going to the moon. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. It's time to go to bed. Almost um, another four hours. Johnny came yeah. home with a note from his teacher, and after reading it, his father concluded he was destined to become a nuclear physicist because in the note, the teacher indicated that Johnny was taking up space. <laughs> That's actually, that was a good one. That is good. I like that one. I'm just going to read through all the outer space ones because okay. they're, they're actually, some of them are pretty good. A robot from outer space walked the streets of New York paying no attention to anything. Finally, he wandered into a small bar where there was a pinball machine of the type that lights up at a score. Hey, doll, he said to the stranger admiringly. What's a classy dame like you doing in a place like this? I feel like there's a joke there because he's a robot. Because he's hitting on a pinball machine. Oh, it's a pinball machine. I thought, okay, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) Well, it's not... 
I mean, it's not that funny. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> okay, so yeah, okay, so the robot hits on a machine. Right. Okay, that you would assume that a robot would hit on another machine yeah. and not a human. So anyway, okay. Hmm. Next one. What's the matter? A man asked a glum friend at a bar. I'm trying to figure out a solution to the re-entry problem, said the other. Oh, said the first. I didn't know you were interested in rockets. I- I'm not. My wife threw me out of the house and I've got to find a way to get back in. Again, that's not about space. Not about space, but I understand with the Oh, so dumb. All right, let's see if the last one Let's see if the last one will redeem all of these other terrible ones. A Texas oldster doing some gardening in his backyard was startled one day when a spaceship swooped down out of the blue and landed in the middle of his lawn. A hatch opened and several little green men climbed out. Immediately they began to scan the landscape with field glasses. Curious, the man dropped his rake and cautiously approached the little green men. Excuse me, he said, but what are you fellows looking for? One of the little green men glanced at him scornfully and answered, Little green women, of course. <laughs> the aliens are a little slutty. Yeah. Apparently. A little a little snarky. Alright. We got snarky time for a few more here? Oh, of course. Alright, pick another number. Um uh, of of up to sixteen hundred yeah. whatever. It was. Yeah, why not? Let's do, let's do uh, 610. 610 falls under the category of horse racing. Oh, boy. I like horses. All right. This is a conversation between the horse owner and the horse trainer. Okay. The owner says, I think I'll call that filly bad news. The trainer, whatever for. The owner, because bad news travels quickest. Okay. 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 I, I can see I, that. I, I see can... that. I see. I know the old the old adage of that. You know, bad news travels fastest. Yeah. So okay. All right. I'll give I'll give that one a point. Okay. Just I can be... roll with that. All right. I got it. All right. Pick another one. Um, Your boob. <laughs> Two hundred and forty-seven. Two hundred and forty-seven. Forty-seven. Two hundred and forty-seven. Two hundred and forty-seven falls under the category of competition. Oh, the shopkeeper decided to sell seventeen-dollar electric shavers for fifteen dollars as a loss leader to bring new customers into his store. Hmm. The day of the sale, a big sign went up in the window of his competitor across the street: "We repair fifteen-dollar electric shavers." So is the guy a shithead in selling broken sh- broken razors? Or is the person across the street being kind of a shithead in trying to get their business doubly? Like, Yeah, see, that that actually sounds more like... I, maybe that's what it is. I think it's the person across the street trying to steal their drummed-up business. Basically, like no matter what you do, someone else is always going to piggyback off you. Yeah. That sounds more likely to something be... like that. I bet that's about right. Yeah. So I found a few more things here. I want to. I'm going to give this book another. Excuse me. Uh, okay. Uh, just right, gotta... yeah. See what else you got? Because I, I I really want this book to to work. <laughs> what the one I'm reading? Yeah. I, I, I really I'm like in, it. I'm intrigued by it. It's so it's just hard to read, and yeah. I totally got. I'm not doing well tonight. Um, so here we are. So this says it's extracts from Puddinhead Wilson's calendar by Mark Twain. Ah, Puddinhead Wilson. October 12th, The Discovery. It was wonderful to find America, but it would have been more wonderful to miss it. 
Oh, when, okay. When I reflect upon the number of disagreeable people I know who have gone to a better world, I am moved to lead a different life. Okay. I Yeah, okay. I'm following that one a little bit. Okay. October. This is one of the particularly dangerous months to speculate in stocks. The others are July, January, September, April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. <laughs> so okay. all, all of them. So every month. Okay, perfect. Right. July 4. Statistics show that we lose more fools on this day than than in all other days of the year put together. This proves by the number left in stock that one that one fourth of July per year is now inadequate, so the country has no has grown so what okay that one was weird July fourth statistics show that we lose more fools on this day than all the other days of the year put together. This okay. proves by the number left in stock. That one-fourth of July per year is now inadequate. The country has grown so. The country has grown so. Okay. Oh. So that we lose more fools on this day than other... I'm, I'm missing something. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm missing a key, and I'm not sure if it's I because it. it's 2.30 in the morning or if I'm just... It's going over way over my head. I think it's there. This proves by the number... Oh, man, that looked, sounded like a verp. It was well. It was something. Thanksgiving Day. Let let all give humble, hearty, and sincere thanks now. But the turkeys in the island of Fiji, they do not use turkey. They use plumbers. It does not become you and wait. It does not become you and me to sneer at Fiji. What? Thanksgiving Day. Let all the humble, hearty, and sincere thanks now. But the turkeys. In the island of Fiji, they do not use turkeys. They use plumbers. It does not become you and me to sneer at Fiji. Uh, I'm missing something. Then I won't. <laughs> plumbers? Is plumbers a bird? Are we missing something? Are they something? spelling it P-L-U-M-B-E-R-S? Yeah. Interesting. April 1st. This is a day upon which we are reminded of what we are in the other 364. No, 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 no. I read that wrong. April 1st, this is the day upon which we are reminded of what we are on the other 364. Okay. okay. We're fools, all of us fools. So this, I mean, I like the stuff in here. Um, it's, I just, I'm, I'm not that literary, so I don't, I'm missing a lot of it. And it's, it's late, and it's tough to read a book like with that type of language it's true it's uh yeah i have i i have a hard time with that one but i couldn't let it sit in that in that uh store anymore so i had to buy it no i'm right there with you all right i'm gonna pick two more and then we'll wrap it up and then we'll move into our second section so this one is husband and wife number 663 okay two women were gossiping said one what i say is give a man enough rope and he'll hang himself Oh, I don't agree," said the other. "I gave my husband enough rope, and he skipped." <laughs> oh, Judge Braun! Like, there's some good ones. What's oh, that? Divorce. Mm. Well, that's interesting. And I pick husband, wife, and then divorce. Oh, wait! We already did this one. We did this one in our other episode. Okay, that's it's... weird. I picked. Wow. 
Doctor Patient. Mm. Three hundred and sixty-four. Well, that's a long one. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> the doleful-looking customer ambled up to the bar. Six double whiskeys, please, he said. The bartender said, yes, sir, and he poured a measure of liquor into each of the six glasses. Line them up in front of me, will you, said the customer. Doing as he was bid, the bartender said, that'll be $3.60, sir. The customer handed him $4 and said, keep the change. He tossed down his throat the contents of the first glass in the line. He repeated the process with the third and the fifth glass. Then, saying good day, he turned to walk away. Excuse me, said the bartender, but you have left three glasses untouched. Yes, I know, said the customer. The doctor said he didn't mind me taking an odd drink. <laughs> uh, that's actually not a bad one. Okay. Uh, I like that one. That was a good one to roll out on. <laughs> okay. I'll, gi- I'll, give, I'll give Judge Braun a point for that. Judge Braun's got some points. The, you know, I think these are, are hidden gems, and I think we're just too thick to fully understand I do. it. I do, and I think it's just late, and it's getting close to the end of the night here. <laughs> uh, it's getting. I can see light at the end of the tunnel. I can. We're getting so freaking close. We're so close. All so right. So close. Are you ready for your would you rather question? Let's do this, baby. Greg, would you rather tell a joke so bad and offensive that your friends cut you out of their lives or tell a joke so amazing that your friends want you to do nothing but tell jokes all the time? Both are horrible, but not one's more horrible than the other. Which one is more horrible? So I want to know what joke I could tell my friends that's so bad that they would cut well, me out. Well, yes, no, because I've, I've never met some of your friends, but hearing stories about your friends and hearing voicemails from your friends, <laughs> it would take a lot to offend right. your your friends. What would it... T- I'm just wondering what kind of joke would you have to say that's so awful? I mean, you'd have to be... You'd ha- It would have to be something like... You'd have to like be attacking their family or something like that. Like something really, really, really bad. That's and true. Low, and lowbrow. And and not let up on it. Like yeah. keep, when you can an t- like when you can tell it's making them uncomfortable and you they don't you just keep going. You just right. keep hammering those jokes in. Uh, uh, uh. So I don't want to lose my friends. Right. But um a tell a joke so amazing. Like that all the, every time you get together with your friends, they're like, "Hey, tell that joke again," and then tell tell this one. And tell, so all you do is just tell freaking so, jokes. But you can never you can never achieve, you know, a joke like the one you told that one time. Right. So the all the rest of your life would be a letdown because you can never reach that. Pretty much. I want to. I know this is a quick decision here. I'm gonna have to go with a. Uh, oh, maybe not. Damn. Tell a joke so I don't want to tell a joke so offensive that I lose my friends. Right. But I don't want to tell a joke so amazing that all I'm gonna be asked is to tell more jokes and I've already told my best joke. Damn. Nothing will compare. This is hard. But you have, I know. I didn't why? I didn't even think about it until right now. I'm like, oh god, this is a why'd real you, why'd you do this? This is a real difficult choice. Dude, why? I'm sorry. Because it's almost three o'clock in the morning. So oh man. I can't even think straight. I think I would tell a joke so amazing. At least then I would have that under my belt. Instead yeah. of telling yeah. a joke so offensive that my friends cut me out of their lives. Yeah. I think that's fine. I would rather have have told one amazing joke once and be badgered to tell more jokes. Maybe I can tell jokes that are not as good. 
Or maybe I just tell the same one over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> just every time they just laugh harder. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they just... <laughs> oh, wow, I like that. They just laugh harder every time you tell the joke. Yeah, yeah. Or I just change the name of an integral character. Yes. And, and it's the same joke. It's just a different person. Uh, perfect. That's, yeah. yeah, that's exactly like right. That. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to the second one. How um, about you? I, I got to go with the second one because I can't... I don't, I don't want to lose all of my friends. <laughs> I don't want to be cut out of any circles. So I think I'd be okay just telling jokes. No circles would be cut here. Over and over and over again. But I, I, it would take a lot for me to offend the people in my life with some of my jokes. Because they all get mm-hmm. like what kind of jokes that I can tell. I tell you, with me though, you're walking on eggs, man. Oh yeah, you better watch out. All right, fine. You better watch out. One more fart sound out of that. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna get really upset. I'll play us off with a fart. Okay. Oh god. Stop I'm, yawning. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's, it's getting... only, it's only two thirty-two a.m. I know. I think. I, I think. I'm gonna. Uh, I predict three fifteen. I'm gonna have another boost. Three fifteen, three thirty. I think in the next hour, I'm gonna boost probably till about five, and then that five to seven is gonna be a little wishy washy. Right now, it feels like my insides are on fire, and my my head is floating. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm about. That's where I'm at. <sighs> The drive home should be interesting, although, like I said a couple weeks, uh, a couple episodes ago, I, I am going to call Kristen on the ride home because she's panicking about me driving home t- tomorrow morning. I think you'll be okay. Just take your time. And I don't... think I'll be fine. I have to decide if I want to take 295 or if I want to stay on the back roads all the way I home. I mean, do you have to rush straight home? No, so, not yeah. necessarily. I mean, I told them I might see them tomorrow morning when I get home, if not. But I, I'm definitely going to call and let know that I'm on my way home. Yeah, take your time. Don't you know? Just and just drive home. Stop and get myself a coffee. Yeah. Probably on the way home. Stretch. And then I'm anticipating minutes after I get home that I'll be in. I'll be gone. Yeah. For, oh, me too. I'm going to have to set myself. I'm actually going to do that right now while we're here. <laughs> I'm going to set myself an alarm for tomorrow to mm-hmm. go off. At, ooh, my phone did a weird update. Um, to, to go. So an alarm for later today, really. So yeah. So what is it? Sunday. So I'm gonna set my alarm for twelve thirty. Ah. Ah. So that way, if I get home ah. at if I get home at seven forty five, fall asleep around eight. Gonna wake ourselves up here. That'll here give me go. what? Four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Of sleep, that's enough. Okay, to get me to get me through the rest of the afternoon. Okay, so I'm setting my alarm now for twelve thirty, and I'm going to change my. Let's pick a new uh, ringtone for me, too. Oh, by yeah? the way, because this is because the one I was using, the Kill Bill one. If yeah. you all remember that, uh, oh, it's not here. Yeah, if you all remember this one. Oh yeah, it. I have this one too. From Kill Bill. Th- that's almost too sleepy. What else do I have? Ooh, that's good. That's it's a little peppy, so it kind of it'll kind of wake me up a little bit more. Where's the other? Oh, I have this one. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. 
Is it really? <laughs> it sounds so like. Oh, that's awesome! I did that one for a while. All right, maybe I'll do this. <laughs> um, where is it? I'll do this one. I think this is the. Oh yeah. You know what? I just I just picture like marble statues, silk robes, and like that's nine hours and fifty four minutes away. By the way, what twelve thirty p.m. Oh god, just after noon. <laughs> oh no! So if I fall asleep around eight o'clock tomorrow morning, that's four and a half hours. I, that'll be fine. You'll be fine. But I'm setting that now so I don't forget. Because if I go home and just plug it and just put the phone down, I won't remember that's there. Oh man, David, this is gonna so, be fun. This is gonna be a fun day. It's creeping. It's creeping. It's creeping. All right. Is it your turn to start? I don't know. It is. Get it. It's midnight club time. Do it. Perk yourself up there, bitch face. It's midnight club time! You need to be racing on bitch dicks, Greg. (laughs) That's right. That's what we named this track. We told everybody what the name of this track was way back in episode one. This track's name is Bitch Dicks. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Let's play some Bitch Dicks. Oh, yeah, I've started. I've started, boy. I love how I'm already packing my bags. Right I know. Now. You want to get out of here as soon as possible. I don't blame you. No, I just... Oh, shit. I want to make sure I have everything. So I'm just, like, slowly picking up everything I... Did that car already crash? Oh, yeah. It hit a telephone pole. <laughs> you just hit... You just passed two. Wow. Two okay. cars were stopped. Okay. Don't, don't distract me. I'm feeling good about this one. Ooh, that was close. I almost didn't make that. No, that was good. That was good. I think that's the right place for the NOS. Yeah, this is the best straightaway. But the other two cars are like right on my ass. I can see them just barely in your rear view mirror. Oh, I nearly hit that piling. Sorry. It's okay. Wrap myself up on that bridge abutment. Okay. And here's that hard right. Nice. Oh, no, 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 no. You're fine. You're okay. You're okay. I lost it a bit there. What the hell is happening with me? Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, Hit a freaking telephone pole. But you didn't. You missed. You didn't miss the checkpoint, and those other two did not catch you. But I, I could have been faster. You're dead on, dude. You are dead on for this round. So, One fifty-four. So now that this round is over for you, you get to pick any car you want for the final round. Okay. So. And I might actually choose a different car instead of one of the same ones just so I can get a feel for all of them and I'm getting I'm stuck in my cord. You're gonna get a feel? I'm gonna feel it up. Feel it feel it up. Alright, here we go. 
Feely Dan. Is that a band? Feely Dan? Yeah. Feel me up, Dan. Feel me, Dan. (laughs) Whoa. God, this music's manic. It's getting me up there. I think I might have some. That guy crashed, too. So you're in fourth place now. Back to your favorite song. Sultry. It gives me. It, it makes me feel sex. It makes <laughs> makes you feel sex. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. No. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Watch where you're going. <laughs> yeah, that nos. This nos in this car does not last very long. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely does not last. No, long. it's like so just a little bit. You're in fourth, but your time is good. You're at 120. Hard right, and yeah, oh yeah, you passed. You're in second place. Uh, if you can get rid of this dude, now you're in first, son. I don't think I've won a race yet, and I probably just jinxed myself. But no, it's pretty awesome. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Dave, yes. That was a phenomenal run. Oh, first place. You won. What did I get for a time? 148. Ooh, that's actually, no, yeah. That's a nice solid time. 148. Oh man, that was awesome. We can choose our own cars now, so I'm gonna since I'm the next one after this episode, I'm gonna yeah. pick my car now. While we're while we're finishing this up, okay, and then you get to do the same thing. You get to go back and pick your car. Okay, now, I like that. Did we ever decide if we can pick four different cars, or do we just pick this the car we want for the next round? I'm, I'm going to pick the car that I want to keep for the next You're round. Keep it. All right. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to decide. It. So we have the city, the cocot. You haven't. We haven't run that yet. It sounds like shit, though. There was another one we haven't run yet either. The, Excuse the me. EU. Oh, right, that one too, yeah. I think I'm going to run the emu. All right, we'll leave that there. I'm going to run the emu. Okay. All right, that's it. Which one are you going to pick? I'm going to pick the bestia. Yeah, or The fulamatst. The big purple thing. The big purple one with the big parts. All right. Wow. Wow. Did we just hammer through hour 20? Yeah. So, hour 21. So, the next couple episodes, we're going to get a little dicey, I think. More because content-wise, we gotta we gotta kind of hammer down a few things. We actually have something fun planned for for hour twenty-one. So hour twenty-one is called National Ride the Wind Day. <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk about it right now. We'll talk about it in the next episode. We'll kind of try to ex- expand the time to keep to keep the episode moving. So yeah. So next week, hour twenty-one, three a.m. Uh, Greg, sing us out. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our stupid podcast. Please come back next week where we play stuff with model planes. So if you like this, follow us on Facebook at Let Us Blow Your Mind, Twitter at Blow Your Mind 14, Instagram at Champa Klein, and of course, ChampaKlein.com. Subscribe on Spreaker and iTunes. Talk to you guys later where we build some little model planes out of foam. Oh, my God.